0: good morning good afternoon good evening and good night depending on where you are in the world we're back with hltv podcast i'm chad sponge Birchall. i'm joined by striker and prof and uh striker why are you feeling on top of the world right now
1: (laughs) because i've been on la schedule while i'm in in central europe
0: okay so i'm sure you. i woke up like
1: two hours ago basically
0: I, um, I knew we had to do the podcast today, so I went to bed last night extremely early, I think it was like 10pm local, uh, and then accidentally woke up with enough time
2: to spare because I forgot to set an alarm.
0: Uh, Prop, <laughs> what about you, how are you doing?
2: Doing pretty well. actually had a social, like, social life existed yesterday, which is insane actually, <laughs> okay. that I woke up, went to vote for the EU election, and now I'm here. So it's has it's, it's been
0: busy, all right. Visa. It's okay. Well, we need to tweet this things live. Let me let me get my cellular telephone device out and uh, send some stuff out to the stratosphere. Uh, we're going to kick this one off with uh, breaking news and a lot of stuff has actually happened overnight while I've been sleeping, which is unsurprising. That normally seems to be the way in the way that the news works. So the first one that we're going to be kicking off today with because we are unfortunately all of you joining us straight away. We're on a bit of a time constraint today. Uh, unusual time for us to be rocking and rolling. But uh, we're going to cut this one a little bit short. Uh, where are we? We're going to start with the Kallax standing in for Blocker situation. Now, last week we did yay and nay. This one here isn't really a yay or a nay situation. Which one of you knows this situation more uh, intimately? I just
1: but saw the polls. It came out like 30 minutes yeah, ago. Yeah, I
2: don't, I don't think there's a lot to be discussed. It's just like Blocker okay. has visa issues. He's from Bulgaria. United States are being kind of cunts with visas in general. He got visa denied or whatever. So they picked up a player they think can help them out so they didn't go for a another bulgarian player because they probably all of them need visas so that isn't a, isn't an option and Kalex is like a free agent right now he wants to try out different things and tweeted that he had like a 10-year u.s visa uh, just for like the tourist or whatever he is attending on uh, so they picked him up for for the team
1: it is going to be curious though just because of i imagine like language issues i don't think yeah. everybody on that team speaks english very well
2: i don't Namely think anyone Kalix. speaks, speaks good yeah, English. i mean bubble
1: i team. think is okay uh, outside of that i'm not even sure if anybody spe- actually speaks english i think bubble's okay i, I like talked to him a little bit yeah and i mean they Kalix, can't i don't they, think he speaks almost at all so
2: i mean calyx has been like he's been saying that he does speak english that's kind of his way to get out of the turkish whatever is okay. going on down there right now trying to get on a decent team So, but still, like these, in a way, if they all have broken English, maybe that works out better than if, like, two guys have broken, like, Eastern European English and then three guys are, like, from (laughs) Sweden or something. So maybe they they understand themselves because they use a similar way of wrong English.
0: Looking looking at the bracket, right, obviously the the language situation is a a huge deal here. But with them going into this tournament, just if you look at the bracket right now, they're on uh, the group with FaZe, NIP, Vitality, North, and and Liquid, right? So um, them getting through, if they had their proper roster, would have been pretty hard, but it would have been like building on their success from WSG, right, which is forever ago right now. But now they just become, it's almost like this isn't meant to sound like disrespectful or anything. This is what I would say for any team with a stand-in coming into a tournament like this. They just, it almost is a waste of time, right? Because now, like you look at it, it's like, well, they're not really getting any experience because they're playing with a stand-in. The language barrier is gonna be dog shit for everybody. Uh, there's not a single positive thing to really take out of this for Windigo. Best bet, maybe they play spoiler to a team, but then that's shit for the overall narrative of the tournament. If they like play spoiler of a team because they have like some really randy game and Cal- I mean, I they honestly 50, could. Just, like
1: yeah, looking but... at Phase, looking at a Phase, just like adding, like we're gonna get into this, but looking at the their first two matches potentially, which is Phase, and then uh, whoever either wins or loses between an IP and, and Tyloo, they're gonna meet that team. Um, so that's those those teams are actually some that they could potentially beat like under weird circumstances where just phase yeah. don't show up or I an mean, IP being an IP.
2: Their only benefit is potentially to like place, I don't know, to beat one or two teams and then use that as like their ranking for their ranking to improve f- further. That's all that, that good can come out for Windigo, I guess. Pretty much. All right, well, uh, I guess this one's pretty open and sharp,
0: but we do have more DreamHack Dallas news. Obviously, gratification. apparently his visa situation has been sorted in time for uh, in time for Dallas, but this is another one that you look at and you go, well, they've obviously had a period of time right now where they've had Samuya, right? They've just played uh, Summit. They're gonna have to, they're not playing in the finals, so they don't have to worry about playing with him today, um, but they played EPL with him, and that's over a decent period of time, right? We're talking at least two to three week period since Sydney, They wouldn't have practiced gratification at all. We don't know how his practice would have been in the interim. If he was staying in New Zealand, it would have been suboptimal. There's not a lot of uh, top-tier counter-strike down there to be, you know, keeping yourself relatively uh, poised. So this one here, it's fantastic that if his situation has been sorted, that he's back. Uh, I, I'm having a look here through the article, is there any news that he actually got his P1, or maybe he's just, you know... It doesn't
2: say because like it's not an official announcement, it's just like Smuja tweeted that he's done swear. with Renegades, <laughs> like I, I'm done, okay. with is coming in, so Gratisfaction didn't confirm it yet, or Renegades, but it's more or less according to sources that it's it's true and really like the thing is sorted so i guess it it is a p1 visa otherwise it didn't doesn't make sense for him to come because yeah, originally yeah. originally they said that he's probably gonna miss dallas as well so they wouldn't bring him in for a, like a, a short-term visa just to play this event if they already said that he's just on on the look for the p1
0: Yeah, so hopefully this goes smoothly for them, because obviously we want to see the teams competing with their full rosters. This kind of just builds on what we're saying about Windigo. If you have a proper team, if you're not in limbo right now, if you're not making changes all the time, then obviously you want to be playing with the consistency of your roster. But I think maybe this is where the fact that they did have a high high ranking coming into this tournament. uh, before all the nonsense with the roster issues played in, actually helps them a lot because you look at their side of the their side of the bracket. Yeah, their their group, group isn't
2: that that tough, right?
0: Exactly. I think G two like they have like very high highs and can have very low lows. I think that's I the same thing. Honestly, yeah, but I think Renegades are in with a shot. Like entz what did they do? Split every game so far at Summit? Obviously, like I put a lot of stock in Ants. I think they're a fantastic team, but Renegades seem to be able to, to have a really good showing against Ants. Yep. So if they can do that, then, you know, it's good news. And it's, I think it's really good news for Renegades overall. I don't think there's like, you know, there's really no negatives in this situation. I think Smooth came in, did a pretty good job. I think Smooth has definitely put himself out there for uh, a well rounded individual, you know, to play in a team at this point.
2: Yeah. Yeah. As I mean, you said, like their group isn't isn't that tough. Like I still I wouldn't say their favorite to go through. Like NRG and Fnatic, I'd say those are the three teams for me just based on the on the renegade situation right now. But there is a chance for them to go through, and just to build on it going forward into into Cologne and to, into the major and stuff like I that. I mean
1: I don't think we we can still expect much. Again, we're going to touch on this so when we actually get to Dallas. But I don't think we we're going to expect big things from Renegades anyway. Uh, just because of, of how long they've been kind of practicing um, with a different player or not not at all even so I don't think this is something to be excited about for this event specifically but just in general uh, them fixing the whole situation and actually being able to um, to play with the full full roster is going to be going to be great in the long term.
0: Okay, so the next uh, the next big one, which I'm sure we can move on to, and this one had me uh, laughing quite a lot because okay. I thought it was very amusing. Uh, that Liquid are now playing in the in the, oh. the qualifier and not qualifier for Cologne. Uh, when I read this news, I <laughs> like the statement that Steve wrote was obvi- obviously very comprehensive, and it, and it was good to give a bit of perspective from where Liquid were thinking. And you could understand maybe they thought more teams were going to skip Cologne, right? Like that could have been a possibility. Um, but just so everybody's aware. There is no doubt in my mind that Liquid would have received an invitation from ESL to go directly to ESL One Cologne, 100%. so they would have chosen to skip the event on the basis that there are a lot of events happening, and now that they've seen that all the other top dogs are going to be there, the the fact that it, they already have now won a slot in the Intel Grand Slam, uh, that and they could win one this week in Dallas, that they could be poised to put themselves in a very good position to uh, you know be looking looking hard to trot. So. They will have to play through, uh, was it the, is it the GG bet? GG bet, Cologne, Cologne yeah. Invitational, yeah. And there obviously is going to be some pretty decent teams in that. Um, but you would have Liquid as what, the second best team in the world. So for them, with all the other top contenders already at Cologne, there shouldn't be too many dramas there. But for me, I don't know what you guys think. I'm just glad that they reconsidered that, because now Cologne... I would made a tweet not that long ago saying that Cologne would probably be the only event where we would see all the top teams before the Major, and then I learned some news that it wouldn't be, which yeah. was Liquid not going, and yeah. now if they qualify again, now we're back on track, because think about it, we wouldn't have had all the top teams at an event together until from Major until Major, right? That yeah. would have been fucking unreal.
2: Yeah, I mean, we've been talking about this for like the past three months or something, because we saw the schedule, we saw teams, not appearing at certain events. We've been talking about it even before the whole blast exclusivity and all of that drama came out. Like we've been talking about this and like the, the Liquid not going to cologne was the only question mark, but we kinda figured out it was gonna happen. And people that, that reacted to, to this news of Liquid being not the invite but going through the qualifier and saying like oh ESL, what the fuck are they doing? How can they not have like is can you final. literally just pause for a second? why would they not invite them like why think about it so it, they invited them for sure so all in all uh yeah i think it's in the end like liquid fuck themselves pretty hard like yeah they what got they play
0: less cs now they have to play more
2: yeah and they play have to play online cs and pr- maybe not even qualify and stay longer in uh in europe and get like they got some bad rep because they wanted to skip it, obviously, even though they didn't say it. But I think it's like more more than obvious right now that they, they wanted to skip Cologne. But then maybe the public pressure and all of that kind of got into it. And they decided, like, okay, if we at least give it a try, then no one can... like They can blame us still, but at least a bit less. So, all in all, interesting. Driker, all right. well, you wanted to say something? No, I just mean, zoned dude, out. This,
1: you, you guys have all covered it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> the next yeah. one... But, uh, yeah. j- just touching on yeah. liquid before that i think they like they are again in the same situation now that they were last year almost with the possibility of being burned out at the sl1 cologne because now they're actually they're not they didn't qualify for ecs how no, much that know. was like they probably didn't want to play that tournament and then they had to had to play MIBR in the final we can touch on that later because it's a separate topic but I'm. I have a, have a feeling that they really didn't even want to go there. Place so they're like, okay. I'm not, it's it's just a funny thing. I feel like.
0: Well, they they're coming to. I think they made a statement saying they're going to boot camp in Malta between uh, Pro League finals and ESL 1 Cologne. I think yeah. I think it's Was ESL it now.
2: E C S and ESL okay. uh, Pro League. All
0: right. Well, and the thing is, and between they... those
2: tournaments is the is the GG Bet Invitational. So.
0: Okay. So E C S finishes. Then they stay in Europe. And then, the invitation
2: and yeah.
1: actually the, ends yeah. right the day before Pro League starts. So yeah. they're probably just gonna have to play it... But they, um, they'll be... From like it's not easy, or something.
0: Let me tell you, it's not easy to get to... Um, Malta. Fucking, I, no, no, no. I wanted to say Marseille, but that's not Marseille where we're going. We're going to Montpellier. It's not easy to get to Montpellier. I have to fly from Malta to Montpellier, uh, to Marseille, and then get a two-hour car. Because like there's no direct flight. So they're gonna go the other way, assuming... No, they're going to go the same way. Maybe they'll oh, the same, same plane. Same thing. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe we'll be in the same car and we can talk about countering. Yeah, but
2: all in all, because they're not that easy, they'll have one more weekend in, in the US before they go to Europe. So, and then go to Europe for two weeks and then go back. Honestly, a pretty back, rough
1: schedule looking at it Go now, back because... to Cologne and then
2: go back to LA, LA Blast and then I am Chicago. So, it's going to be a lot a lot of tournaments. Though. Yeah, exactly.
1: Because they have Summit in two days. Uh, when Summit ends, they're going to have a day to just travel to Dallas and immediately get into that tournament. Then they're I, I imagine they're, they're going to have a couple of days at home before they travel over to Europe for that boot camp and for the Cologne Invitational, which starts about a week or like 10 days after Dallas ends. And then literally as they finish the, the online Cologne Invitational, they have to play Pro League. And then they again have maybe like two weeks before LA and then Chicago. Cologne, and then oh, L well, A, then Chicago. LA, then Chicago. Yeah, exactly. If they qualify, yeah. Yeah, but that's like the thing
0: is, a lot of people are on that run to, to taper out the year, and and I think I think let's be honest, with a two and a half week break, you're gonna have before the major, and technically for them, it's gonna be three and a half weeks. Like obviously they have to start practicing before, but um, they're gonna have like a pretty decent lead in time. I think most players have come to terms with the fact that the player break this year is not a play break. Uh, I think a lot of teams might take a liberty towards the end of this year to take more tournaments off, uh, especially uh, probably in that, I would say, October, November period. Um, because if you look at it right now, the next major obviously is pushed. It's, it's going to be much later. And uh, I would be taking longer Christmas holidays after all the events finished and all that kind of stuff if, if I was these guys. Um, but yeah, the, this year, I think it's just full steam ahead. And We'll see what happens we'll see how it all unfolds we do have the next point coming in about the update to vertigo and obviously the grenades so we'll start with the grenade change it's ridiculous that it when these on. changes get found like when the when the command line is found that it can be fixed so quickly it's like something which obviously hasn't been communicated to valve Succinctly, before which which people might see here and think that's a ridiculous statement. But let's be obvious, uh, honest with all the things that they have on their plate that they're looking at that they're worried about. I'm sure the fact that they hear people occasionally making a tweet or saying something about a smoke being different from the client or for each person, they're probably not looking into it. But then as soon as that command came out and it was like fucking top page Reddit, millions of retweets, all that kind of stuff, and it's just like front and center as a whole community thing behind it. Then they take notice of it, and then they fix it within, what, 48 hours? Like, it took them 48 hours to, to fix the, yeah. the, the smokes and multiples and all that kind of stuff are the same yeah. for everybody, which is they... it's fantastic, let's be honest.
2: Yeah, they put in, like, the hotfix just to, to, to disable the command, like, the record abuse, uh, recording the demo to get, the, like, the smoke to change. And then they fixed the whole issue in, like, two days, which is kind of cool. But it is one of those things that pro players are totally disengaged from what, like... the like the valve as a company is doing and they don't realize like they are not reading your pro player tweets every day and they're not giving that much attention to something you tweet about once in like a six month span even though you talk about it constantly like between yourselves maybe in interviews or stuff like that that is not their like main point of attention if you want stuff like that changed Either like go out with like more I don't know vigor, or email them directly and talk about it. Like that's the that's the way it should be approached.
0: Yep. So, so that change is good. And then the Vertigo one. I don't know, Strike. Have you had a chance what? to watch too much Vertigo stuff?
2: Well, I, I
1: watched Summit where it was played like a couple of times. I saw both games, and I I'm particularly a little bit skeptical about the gap in a site like the new gap that allows you to drop down through ramp and just like see through and ship. I'm, I'm not a big fan also because it's basically like you are, as a T are able to self boost there. So it creates like a new enter, uh, entrance into A, which just makes the CTs a little bit too ner- nervous about just like another thing that they have to to have to look at and have to actually have somebody watch all the time basically just not to get fucked by it and, and backstab and stuff. So I, yeah, I'm a little bit, I'm not entirely sure that the, the change actually made what Valve intended to do with it because I think they probably wanted it to be like another point from which CTs can defend the ramp but it's not they, they're not in a particularly good spot defending the ramp from that from that gap like the T's will have a pretty solid angle on, on you if you do that and then there's another point that they probably wanted to do which is just to create another way for CTs to to do some aggression towards that area and I don't I haven't seen that too much that happening too much so yeah. Not sure that the 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 changes really work as intended.
0: Yeah, I think looking at it, just I, I watched I think I've watched almost every summit game. There's only one yesterday that yeah. I, I was asleep through and uh watching a lot of the Vertigo stuff that's been played, like it's actually been played it was twice yesterday, right? Like Liquid yeah, played yeah, it yeah. once and Renegades played it once. And uh I watched it when it first came out, uh and they played it on ECS as well. Um and looking at it because we just had one of the older versions played in Pro League. And looking at the contrast between the two of them, uh, there's a lot less spamming going on. There is like a significant amount of less spamming going on through that wall. That's one thing that I've, I've, I've really noticed. Um, they've, they have made a change with that box uh, behind the wooden wall where there's now a cone and you can boost one player on your head of that cone. You can have an angle. Um, I think that's cool. It also allows like a, a deeper angle to be in on when they're coming up. I thought that was pretty cool. Um, but it still doesn't fix the root cause of the map, which is for any duel to happen or for any territory for the CT to take, it happens within the first 15 seconds of the round. Now, you can say, oh yeah, mid-doors on Dust2 or long, but there's only, like, there's only few circumstances as to where the CT doesn't have the advantage on those positions when you think about those maps. Okay, mid-doors, if you're playing in matchmaking, it's probably 50 50 who's going to win that fight because of the average level of players in professional gameplay, it's going to be much heavily weighted. I would say 80 20 in favor of the T, uh, long doors, long doors is in favor of the CT. The CT have control of that area. They have to use utility to get pick control, but the T's also have to use a shitload of utility to get in to control that part of the map. So that's like a a, a equal trade off with the CT having more stock Mirage mid T's have to use utility to get control. If they go a ramp, they have to use utility. If they go B, they have to use utility right now. The T can literally just fucking run up that ramp at A, and they get jewels. right? If the CT wants to go aggro, the CT has to use utility, and the T just has to take fight. Same as towards B. I noticed uh, Liquid were trying to, and Renegades as well, I think, were trying to put emphasis on getting control of B lobby, right? They were smoking off, like, the B lobby entrance. They were Molotov in the stairs, and they were trying to push a player in. That's where we had the Tarik fucking jump around from spawn, and he killed a leash. Um, but that's fucking right.
1: ridiculous, by the way. I I really ah. don't like that that facet of the map. I think it's kind of cool just to see it because it's new and shit. But it's just so unpredictable and so hard. Or even like the um, how you can spot through B site like down on that on that spot where you actually jump. Yeah. Well, well, you Maybe can with the uh, catwalk,
2: like from yeah, the exactly
1: the catwalk. That's also pretty stupid to me, honestly. It's just such a one way angle and stuff like that. So and just like being able to jump, basically jump off the map and back into the map, like from a from a non-existent, like, pathway. It's just, I feel like that should be removed and just completely um, get rid of it because I don't I want... I mean, to...
2: it's, like, it kind of fits into what Vertigo is as <laughs> a map. That's kind of true, Like, yeah. like Valve obviously wanted something different, so they went for that. I'm not sure if the if the balance of, like, risk and reward is there. Like, of, for matchmaking people, it obviously is, because, like, 90% of the people buy if they try that. But, like, on the pro level, when you know how to do the run boosts correctly, I'm not sure. Maybe it should be just a bit more difficult, or maybe if you land, it should be in a like a stupider position behind the wall or something. I don't know. But I, I like it. as an idea, I like it. But maybe it's just too gimmicky for for professional CS.
0: The thing is, right now, that the and people are going to state that it needs time, and obviously we'll need time to adapt into to the map and stuff. But when the fights can are so disjointed across the map, you could send two players A and three uh, sorry three players A and two players B. Uh, on the T side and you could you could pretty comfortably almost win both of those fights right like you don't even need the lion's share of your forces to take parts of the map when that's the case that's fucking ridiculous right the whole point is that the CTs are meant to have positions to set up crossfires angles like flash takes etc where they can fight against multiple members the whole point of the like maps that uh, the CT is meant to be able to, to defend corridors. Right now, it still doesn't feel like the CTs can defend anything or take territory of anything. And uh, I did like a longer bunch of tweets the other day on Vertigo and it, it made it onto Reddit, but uh, I think someone made a pretty egregious title with it so it didn't get uh, too high. Plus, all the EPL shit with uh, Na'Vi happened, so that kind of fucking took over all the, all the drama on the internet for the day. Um, so I still have to do a video about it. But hopefully, like... There's some changes there, like Fallen said one of the changes he thought was good, like it was probably the, one of the smaller changes, but, you know, it, it's definitely worth continuing to try because I still think that the map has potential. Um, I don't think it's going to be as... Like, people are like, oh, it's just like a, a mini nuke. Well, it's not because it's T-sided. No. So, you know...
1: You know what, what it reminds me of more, actually? Like, the original cobble that didn't have the plats that where you had like, an, uh, like a, a direct entrance into B, without having to go around like through plot. That kind of reminds me of that because there CTs just had such a massive fucking issue defending anything. That, that was with
2: like, like the, the pro- sh- huh? Sharks, Sharks Epsilon beating NIP I feel like on that version of Cobble. Uh, yeah, I mean, I know something like that
1: That was like Cologne 20, well, the first Cologne, yeah.
2: Yeah. Okay. So but yeah, yeah I, I agree. Kind of me I mean we've been talking about it for, for a long time and like a long I've, time. I, I feel like a month or something. A lot of people agree that, that that A ramp should be a point of contention and currently it's so T-sided that it's ridiculous just because of the timing of when CTs and Ts arrive there. So that is something if they if they kind of figure that out. Just allow us sure. to actually contest for that, that that would be okay.
1: I'm not sure why the gap in A side is even accessible from the other side. Because I don't think I don't understand what why that was made that
2: way.
0: If you had to go up the ramp and then like jump up and then walk around, I wouldn't mind that. But the sandbag situation is like now. Know, the, yeah. Now you there's can, always you can a jump,
2: doom. You can jump from the sandbags though. You have to go around. You have to go like. You can boost. You on have, the have to go to the last. Well, you, you can, can boost, boost from there, though. Yeah. You can boost. Yeah, but you can't solo jump. You need oh, a player can, on. Yeah, like view. you
1: can self boost but you yeah, you have to you have to go around basically. You have to go like
2: can. all like to the last part of the ramp and then go back in, which is kind so of So it's just
1: but... it's just generally way too easy to to get to that spot and have the yeah. CTs just way too worried about I, the single entry. I mean, like Valve's idea
2: is obviously like give mm-hmm. CTs a way to for, for just like not allow T's to just sit on the ramp, like ha- have some way of that being dangerous. So that hole allows the CT to theoretically peak at any time, but in practice, I think it's maybe not.
1: You know what it would be like, like if on the Overpass, basically, you had that wooden plank? That's like one of those wooden planks that are in between B-side yeah. and like imagine Just <laughs> not if be a wooden one, plank. Imagine if that was open and how that would have fucking changed the Overpass right there. I feel like that's the exact same situation. Oh, even worse on Overpass, I guess. Yeah. But that's kind of the same thing for me, honestly. Like If you remove that, you would just completely break B-side and CDs would have nothing to do there. And I it kind um, of feels the same way in Vertigo.
0: I, I tested with some spawn stuff. Uh, if you make the T's spawn, remember where they used to spawn? The old spawn for T's before Valve moved it over yeah. towards that little cutout. So if you put them on the upper platform, I know this sounds almost counterintuitive, but because they can only almost spawn that like one in a line, right? In like almost like a, like a L shape, I guess, uh, up top, it, there's not much room there. If you spawn them up there, the issue, and I tested this stuff, is if you drop off, you lose 21 HP. So if you want to fast rush B or fast rush A, you have to like jump down on the stairs and then fucking parkour around so that you don't lose any HP, so you're going to lose time. If you want to go middle, you physically either have to jump down on the stairs or run around the outskirts, which gives you a very similar timing to what you had now. And I thought that one spawn change and the reason that was good was because if it slows the T's down for getting towards both sides, the CT's could actually properly fight for map control. Like, obviously, if they push into B lobby, they're committed to that, right? So if the T's then want to do the run boost we're talking about around behind them, then that's one way they can fight them, or they can come in from either angle from that B lobby to clear out that area. Because that's, like, one, that should be map territory. You should have to fight for that, I reckon. Then over towards uh, A, same shit, uh, you should have to fight for the ramp control. The forklift room, ramp control, you can argue there. But I think just changing those spawns and seeing how it plays could be, like, a huge a huge factor i don't know we'll see what happens but we're going to move forward onto the minor qualifications that have commenced now either of you are going to take the uh to the mantle of this one anyone been paying a huge amount of attention to what's been been going on
1: i mean so yeah. far it's it's outside of uh what is it uh, parts of asia i think we haven't had too much uh development yeah i've yeah, been content. i've been
2: paying attention to the eu minor qualifier that started yesterday I've been uh, keeping track of that in the in the live post we had uh, I mean a lot of a lot of teams played obviously like 400 or something teams uh, and we were down to top 16 the most interesting teams that didn't go through uh, LDLC lost to who, the LDLC lost to a Polish mix called Denza with 4A's at the end uh, from which you know no players uh, so that's kind of sad, obviously. Uh, X3D Max also lost to some mixed team, uh, and Gamer Legion lost to Copenhagen Flames. And Copenhagen Flames are actually kind of looking that's decent. That's a decent team, yeah. Yeah, and the and the like the tier three slash tier three, I'd say in Europe, they've been looking decent. But then they lost to someone else later on to Ago, I think. Yeah. So interesting. We have five Polish teams in the top sixteen, and Taz um, is. Aristocracy is not there. They lost early also to Copenhagen Copenhagen Flames. So uh, uh I don't know. Interesting stuff. Other than that, some mixed teams, of course, one team with some shady people involved that were banned and then unbanned or have like weird shit going on. As always, we we have one of those teams in the in the minor qualifier. Who is that? Uh I forgot what their name is. But a player called Zype and uh Grande and stuff like that. Uh, okay.
0: So. Well, at least I'm not sending a, send a dick pics out like the drama we had come up yesterday, that was pretty fun.
2: Um,
0: uh, <laughs> that was a good read, I thoroughly enjoyed that. <laughs> anyway, uh, so if I'm looking at this correctly, just just tell me if I'm flat out wrong here, I usually am. Does this mean Gamers Legion didn't make it to the top 16?
2: No, no. Gamer Le- Gamers Legion and uh, Aristocracy, the Polish TAS team, lost to Copenhagen Flames cool who then lost but, to Argo. But
0: Stiko made it. Stiko's there. No that's chance much. made it, yes. That's good, that's good. As long as we get Stiko and, and Thomas and the, and the boys, they're out. To, that's, that's all right. I'm happy with that. sprouted through, even though it recently had a roster change. What about Pronax's team? Are they in there anywhere?
2: Uh, you Ancient? think? Like ancients. Yeah, but Pronax is not in that team. <laughs> oh,
0: god damn it. Yeah, I don't know when yeah. that happened, honestly. But that it team... Like like
2: Freddy
1: beat Rusty some, all of a sudden, Ropsky. like, oh, that team just changed lineups, like, four, four different times, four separate times in the last month or something. It feels like and now suddenly not even Pronax isn't even a part of that team, even though he kind of created Made the bad Yeah, dance. It was like
2: <gasps> ancient, Oh, uh, it's me, Pronax and Snyder making this team again.
1: Oh, the there's team. No Both the of them anymore. are kicked yeah. up in yeah. one month.
2: Yeah, uh, that's so such a, wild. Such a, yeah,
1: that's just a joke, honestly, that team. Uh,
2: I mean, now they could be good, like Draken, Disco Doplan, Freddy B, Rusty, Plopski, decent Swedish team, like players. Well, it's
1: basically like the old epsilon, like the, the 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 core of the old epsilon with Rusty and Plopsky.
2: Yeah, yeah, something like that. So okay. Virtus.pro Pro actually made it to the to this part. Interesting. Uh, other than that, who do we have? There's All the CIS team. stuff that's going on as well at the moment, right? Well, yeah, they, that... two
1: two teams already went through to the to the close qualifier, but it's like those are like even below top tier three, like outside of um, Prosto. Um, who made it to I mean, a close qualifier?
2: Unique. Unique's been around as oh, well. Yeah, like true. They, 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 they played like all of these like CIS tournaments and stuff, and some open qualifiers. They always get like get to HLTV matches and then lose. It's like okay.
0: The, I mean, so they're... I'm just looking at the names here. Right? We got winstrike Vega. We've obviously got uh, Namiga Spirit Force. This is pretty much obviously no Gambit because I don't think we touched on that. But that roster is now uh, no like on, team. on
1: hold. I think they. Can... Yeah. On on hold what yeah. well
0: dozier is doing a car detailing and cleaning company so i'm pretty sure his career is probably done um i think that old mate mo and then uh, who else was the other player i'm thinking of here
2: mirror was oh yeah mia with
0: what mia with almost a kirby level of fucking decision making has to that that must fucking suck like mia was the best player, uh, what, what was it? Vegas Squadron, he was in.
2: Yeah, Vegas Squadron. Yeah, two thousand sixteen. He was, the, he, he was th- like the best player in
0: that team, and then he went to Gambit, which obviously on paper seems like an upgrade, and he just has to join the fucking shit show of a circus that that team's been for the last year and a half since they won or uh, won the major. It's like, what the fuck happened here? So they don't even have a team.
1: I'm sorry, just the uh, one thing that actually went through already to the minor is <clears throat> is Alpha Red, who won the SCA qualifier against Boot actually. Who would probably, in most people's eyes, would be would be a favorite to go through uh, from that They so they Alphabet. are not, and well, they not should anymore, not be. Yeah, not like, anymore. Like,
2: literally changed seventeen players in the last like last three months. Not I'm just 17, saying, but... like,
1: from from a perspective of somebody who doesn't really know what's going on in that uh, in yeah. that region, Alpha Red, but have been have been recently kind of winning a lot of these like qualifiers and stuff like that, and this one is another one. So Asia Minor already has one team, mean... and I think we're gonna get that a second one today from uh, <clears throat> from the Mina region, which is like that's that's the that close qualifier is coming into an end. Like, what are we talking about MVP tonight.
2: now? We're gonna see them very soon, right? Like uh...
1: MVP, you're, you're talking about? Yeah,
2: they're, yeah, yeah, yeah. Koreans. I I don't know. I'm not sold on. They have so like up and down performances online, on land as well. Just I am not sold yet. I, like not excited Cause... about them. Actually, that's the, that's the term.
0: Well, like Stax and uh, uh, Zeta uh, seem like legit players, right? Like They seem fucking pretty good. I think that... T- uh, I don't know. I guess it's a, a fact that they still really don't get to play on the high level all the time. Probably the same issue if you look at, like, a Tyloo or whatever. But,
2: but it's it's their fault they don't get to play on them because they play qualifiers and then lose to Lucid Dream. Like, well, how yeah, can you right. lose to... Like, Lucid Dream... Is, and then Lucid Dream doesn't go on and beats everyone. They lose to, I don't know, to Boo Dreamscape in the, in the next... They're just boot now. Yeah, it's so just, they're failing.
0: So the, they the first hurdle, really.
2: Yeah, and then they lose to Tai Lu and other teams in the in the like ESL Pro League qualifiers. So like, you have to find some consistency to then consistently go overseas and then get that experience. Like so, like what Greyhound are doing now. Like they they just been wrecking everyone domestically, going out, getting some like exposure, some experience, and then again wrecking people domestically again qualifying.
0: Okay, well, we gotta remember we are on a quicker time schedule. I completely forgot Luke's to choose has to go early. to go and uh, clean his uh, Tesla. Uh, so we're gonna move on to the the next item back. of business here. It's EPL and Navi, and you already heard me jokingly touch on it, but I was there live to see how the action unfold. and all of you read it? morons making threads like free simple after they lost that series didn't watch any of the previous matches that they played they also lost the opening series of the tournament that they came into where simple actually Surprising. didn't play well at all um so yeah exactly right That's Free the thing. simple the thing That's is what... people make obviously simple's a fantastic player don't get me don't get me wrong by any means like he's he's the best player in the world but in the opening game that they lost, which put them in a the position where they hey, was do or die against Heroic on the last day, he, did, he was not himself. He did not play up to the simple level of Counter-Strike that we're used to. Zeus was the second highest rated player for Navi over those three maps. And you go back and you watch that demo, Zeus was hitting some fucking bangers of shots. Like, I like like, legit shots. Like, Zeus was playing good CS. When they lost to Heroic, that never should have happened. Anyway, boys, take it away. I
1: mean... You're going to be the one who knows uh, the most about this. But still, yeah, it's... I don't know, man. I don't know what to think anymore. But this is actually something that I mentioned last time where it just like if Navi actually doesn't improve with all of that they're planned, um, trying to get in that astralized kind of mentality. Sorry. Get a psychologist and, and all those things that they were planning to do. I don't know how much, like, at what stage they are in that progress. Um, but I imagine it has already started and they're already trying to, to get on like a Astralis type schedule, um, considering they've already started skipping events and trying to, um, to get a little bit more prepared for each event. Yeah, I don't. It's not like I expected them to. expected that to work and them to suddenly like overtake Astralis and be the best team in the world and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, it's, it doesn't really bode well that they didn't even make it to, to Pro League finals against teams that they should have beaten on any, uh, on any day, really.
2: I don't know. I don't know what happened. And <laughs> the the best thing about this is they skipped a bunch of events and now they only have one event left, which is ESL1 Cologne and maybe LA, if they play LA. Probably, I think we, we expect them to play LA, but that's not like a super sick event. And that's it until the Major, so literally yeah. two events. So
1: they do have a, an entire July uh, June off.
0: Here's my take on it. When those rumors came out on Reddit of like Na'Vi practicing with Boomich, does anybody use their brain at all? What are the chances that Navi, after having probably one of their most catastrophic losses in recent history, which has now forced them to sit on the sideline for the better part of a month and a bit, would go, oh yeah, we better go home and practice. Like, like back in the day when I used to play Lance and we'd finish and we had lots of time off for the next one, the last thing I'm doing is going home and playing more CS. I'm taking like the Monday, the Tuesday, the Wednesday, maybe even the Thursday off, and then I'll start playing CS on the weekend again. I know these guys are professionals, and it's a lot different from when I was playing to now when they're playing, but there is no way in the world the Na'Vi are going home. You saw Simple playing fucking Fortnite last night. What does that tell you? It tells you the cunt knows that he's got a long break ahead of him. He's in no rush to be sitting there grinding the CS. Take some time, relax, take a deep breath. Although
1: fucking Simple is also the guy who literally streamed the same dates, the, the the night that he lost the, the face yeah, of major know, final. Know, so. So, <laughs> so it's like, you have to also consider what kind of guy he is. But the team as a well, whole, I agree 100%. They should just take a few days out, figure out what the fuck to do
0: and um, the thing is i i saw them after they lost right and like not immediately after i'm talking like hours after they lost and now we are looking within their unit more social with each other than i have ever seen before and i'm really almost like they were all hanging out in the lobby like at midnight i i was like This is wild. I thought they'd all be emo in their rooms and shit. They're all hanging out. They're all having a good time. They were laughing, talking. I I can't speak Russian, but
2: (laughs) let's hang out, Edward. Last tournament together. Let's have some beers. Let's go.
0: Uh, See, see, like people in chat like plop four four forces, but then why were they playing with Boomich? You don't actually have any proof other than a screenshot, which could be doctored by some like or or it could just be somebody somebody playing
1: with Boomich's name and just like trolling people, literally there's literally
0: not a single bit of of evidence from a screenshot along those lines where you would consider no. it to be like like legitimate and that's what i'm saying they, they would have been this could have been before you know there's probably there might have been a period of time before where they were trying someone but i don't think now i think the thing is with navi and the current situation with zeus what we've heard about zeus um since the induction of blade this is going to be it this they're going to run with this until the major do or die if they win they win if they lose i think that's it i think this is this is the 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 swan song for for the for the boys um i think this is their like last ditch attempt at seeing what they can get done with this team obviously trying this whole new system they have a shitload of time right now to integrate that system right and they're only going to have one big event before they actually play it so uh we'll see what happens because i don't think they're going to make a roster change before um for the major before the major yeah i don't think it's going to
2: happen the the reason I think they could be is, I mean, sources, sources as in Overdrive, the Legendary, CIS, I don't know what to call him, honestly. Like, he's not a journalist, he's just a Money guy. bags Yeah, he's he's a lot of things. He's, he is a personality, let's say. He did, and like recently, he has, he's good been, insider. he has been putting out like some info recently that was legit. So I believe this can be legit as well, saying that Na'Vi are looking into Boomich. But they're also looking into other players even though Boomish is like the highest on that list which for me that sounds reasonable doesn't mean they already practice with them Maybe that's curious happen. by
1: the way because Boomish is now leading Strike, right so like yeah. potentially could be could we be if that is the case I'm just saying hypothetically if that was true um it could actually be a replacement for Zeus but at the same time I'm not even sure that the that, that Boomish is like a massively like experienced in game leader. He probably isn't because he only started in game leading basically like before Karavica, I think. Um, so yeah. Uh that's probably what I would be looking at, that it would be a replacement for Zeus. And then you would imagine it would be there would be some other replacement for, for Edward, maybe somebody like someday. I would be getting someday, yeah. Talking, that's the, fucking that's the that that must legit. be the primary primary target for I them i
2: kick hurt as well from from owen garden oh yeah that's
1: that's that's another p- t- possibility or even fucking jame and just let simple run around with that i, I team, don't right? think that's uh, just...
2: what watching jame play i feel like he has a lot of freedom on that team obviously calling i think if they didn't change it again but i think he's still calling is sanji calling now is not that why they brought him in it
1: should be sanji yeah you i think, think so i'm pretty sure but, that it either is either
2: way he has a lot of freedom on that yeah. team and i'm not sure how that would work with simple like obviously I mean, I mean, Mavi if you since... want to change
1: face, just fucking go ahead, right? Because Zoota Zeus, Bobby uh, have always been like super structured. Well, not not necessarily structured, I guess, but really super slow and trying to like s- s- strategical. So, just yeah. like to change face, they might as well just go ahead and just let Simple and Jane run around and do shit.
2: Uh, James doesn't run around; he just sits.
1: Oh, yeah, that's true. And
2: waits. And uh, that, that that I feel like th- there would be a clash there, and maybe it wouldn't work out, but. Obviously he's a good player, he can change his style, Simple can adapt, they can all adapt to one another. It's not Simple from 2016 from Liquid where he was like bullying Kusta or JDM (laughs) or whoever, taking the op over them, Adren, whoever was there. So, but at the same time, you should probably give the op to Simple and sometimes, and just like, it's justified to give him the op and let him just run around and do shit. So that would probably affect Jane because Jane just ops all the time and saves all the time so he can op all the time. So uh, I don't know. Uh, like I'm not really sold on that. R- rather, rather have them get like riflers and have simple continue with this, even though it might be a good idea to change. But it's like riskier. Um, I don't know.
1: I feel like this is like the best chance for them to to kind of get away from simple and main offing and just having have him be secondary and literally pick it up whenever he feels like it, and then just run around with an AK because his playstyle literally just like is so much better. Um, sorted to, to a rifle than an op, which, like, sure, he kind of he somehow makes it work with an AWP which shouldn't even work that way because he's the fucking best player we've ever seen play but if, imagine if we had an Aiken, he, can, he kept doing that with that, word, which is obviously a lot more consistent but, What do
0: you guys put, like, what percentage would you put on a roster change happening between now and the Major or now in Cologne for Na'Vi? striker? what do you reckon?
1: I would give it, like a decent 40 I would still assume they wouldn't change before then, but I guess there's there's a decent chance. Yeah.
0: Striker.
2: Uh, Prof, Sorry. Fuck. No, I'm getting. I'm coming. Big. I have Alzheimer's. I swear. To let, God. let Let's give a fifty-one percent. Just slightly. Above. Wow.
0: Okay. So. Yeah. Wow. All
1: right. I'm towards probably. Yeah. Okay.
0: I'm gonna go with a with a
2: really low five percent chance. What when yeah. when is the roster roster lock for uh, the major?
1: I think it, fuck. I knew this. I forgot shit.
2: Oh, uh, somebody, it, somebody told me this is, like, it literally is public. like a week ago, It is public. It. It's in the in the ruleset that starlight. Yeah, 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 I think it's uh, bravely played. announced.
1: I think. Is it? No, it couldn't be August first. I feel like that's a little bit. No, actually, that's it could be. It is late August first. It right? is
2: before the before the miners' right. Before the miners. Yeah, so it has oh, yeah, to that's be true, yeah. so mid mid July. July. Yeah, probably after July. Yeah, or before Let's Cologne see. July first is before Cologne. Yes,
1: I feel like it was at the beginning of the... I I knew this. I, I think it, w- it was the
2: first. So it might, mi- I feel might like be- it might have been in July first. Yeah. So they have a month. Yeah, it- I think it's possible. I think it's possible. Okay, so that's like there's still plenty of time to work things out if they wanted to
0: make a couple of changes there. Do you guys have anything else you want to talk about regarding Navi? Uh,
2: oh, maybe I just know. EPL. Touch on like the NA side. Cloud9 qualified. Ghost didn't sure i don't know where where we're gonna put in ghost because they played everywhere but i guess we can touch on it now uh considering they went to dreamhack didn't have their full five went to la where they played two tournaments at the same time yeah which is kind of shit. and i think that's i think it's just like you're a small team so you have to accept invites and then at the same time you just like jeopardized both tournaments and didn't really do anything at both of them which is like sitting on two chairs. At least we say that in Croatia. I don't know. Yeah, I know me. that.
0: Uh, yeah, that, that's also like a and genuine saying. Yeah,
2: so in the end, you didn't do anything, which is kind of shit for them because I think they should be in the position to to beat the current Cloud9 and they were kind of close, but they didn't. So in the end, they didn't, they're not qualified. And before that, the same day, they played four, four LAN matches, four maps at CS Summit, then went over to the Pro League, uh, wherever the, Perfect. venue is yeah, yeah. yeah to the studio and then play the best of three there which is like playing seven maps against three different opponents plus traveling from one one event to another i think that's just like you can't play your best CS. so i think if, if they just play esl pro league i think they probably have that enough to to be in cloud nine there
0: i agree i i think that the thing for them is though all their christmases came at once in the sense of like for Ghost, they're not getting the opportunity to attend as many events as what a Cloud 9, well, maybe a Cloud 9 of old would have been, for example. So, um, for them to have all these opportunities, obviously they wanted to take as many of them as they could and probably overloaded their plate a little bit. Uh, I want to give. Is like, there any
1: chance you're looking through the rules or something? Because I hear you scrolling and I'm actually doing the same thing, like going through the rule book of the major. Uh, not, I, 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 oh, okay.
0: I scroll i just transit reddit to see if anybody says anything completely and utterly ridiculous so that i can jump on them and, and make them feel horrible okay. about themselves because i'm just um, trying to
1: track down like when the so we can just like get, get some definitive sort of like, answer yeah
0: yeah i i want to give like props to steel who when i watch him play within this team obviously steel is a guy who came from source and then he was in the early days of csgo and then obviously we all know the drama that happened with him and the other north american players but for him to stick with it um after like he did have a, a, a decent hiatus right like uh he didn't you know keep grinding counter-strike within teams the entire time he plays a very modern game of counter-strike and he actually you know puts numbers up so uh props to to that guy for being you know now one he's part of the aging generation of cs players i think he's same age as me so he's 30 this year and he's still playing uh, a, a very i guess admirable version of counter-strike so Got it. it's uh it's good shit
1: so it's twenty fifth of June that they have to submit. Um, that's for everybody at the minors and uh, the major. Twenty so fifth of June is the is the deadline. Yeah, which exactly is a pretty pretty damn, which is pretty damn early. Yeah, I mean that's two months before the major starts. Basically, my reasoning
2: why I give it uh, just going back to the Navi thing, and then yeah. we can go back to Steel, so we can finish this off. I think like replacing Edward is fairly easy, and I think that's why. I don't think they're going to change Zeus for sure. So I think Edward has the opportunity. Like, if you can find someone to replace him, that is not that difficult. But from the personal side, and I feel like Navi have a lot of commitment to him as a player, as like a like he's been there for forever, except that like small period with this the Dragons period. Yeah, we yeah. all forget about that. Just that, forget about that. But he he was like ejecting pretty fast from that. Like going back, let's play with seized who was at the time actually a good player. Uh, but yeah, I think they they want to give him a chance to to win a major or something. So and after that, pull the plug on it. It
1: would it would honestly make a lot of sense for them to change now though, because like is there any ever a better time for them than, than now that they um, basically will skip on several tournaments, have a month yeah. and a half to prepare with the potentially new roster, or like month and something before clone and then they will get to play a big event before the major, so that they figure out how the how the new roster works. I actually there, think it kind of makes a- sense.
0: Yeah, you're right. There, there, it would be hard to make an argument against them making a change, so I'm going to attempt it. Uh, I honestly <laughs> think that a, a lot of stock, the organization, exactly like what Prof just said, they're going to put into the likes of Zeus and the likes of Edward for you know being with them for such a long period of time. And I also don't think that the results that they showed at Pro League is the results that Na'Vi can show. I think that the team, from what I've been watching recently, for whatever reason, I am... I'm much more impressed with their team-based Counter-Strike than I think I have been at any point before. Now, maybe maybe it's just because everybody else is fragging and I don't know how that... Look, Counter-Strike at the moment, in my mind, it, I don't like how close every single game is. I hate the fact that every single match seems like it's a 16, 14, 16, 13, some bullshit like that. I think that's fucking ridiculous, that every single game now is... That does not, in my mind, attest to how close teams are in terms of ability. That, in my mind, attests to how shit these fucking economy changes have been. Now... We can do that for days. I can talk about that bullshit for days. But I think Na'Vi, one of their strongest strengths was the fact that they could reset teams and build massive rounds off of like keeping their foot on the throat, eventually winning a round and breaking their economy and then snowballing from that point. You can't snowball anymore. The entire way that Na'Vi like had their best approach to the game has been taken away with this economy change, right? So I think that with the month and a half, or they might be able to adjust their, their style because they have to. You naturally have to. And they still have some of the best players in the world, right? flamey has been a little bit better recently. I think Simple and, and Electronic are obviously Simple and Electronic. There's no way you can argue that Zeus and Edward haven't been contributing more because I, I, I just I look at the stats and they are. Like, obviously not consistently, but they are. So I think that they'll give them, this is why I think they'll go one more shot at the Major. Just give them one more crack. And then, that, like, at this point, you're committed. Like, why not? Just fucking see it out. Who who cares at this point? If they, they didn't change it after the last one, I don't know why they're gonna change it now. Like,
2: yeah, Fair.
1: I'm just Can saying, it makes a lot of sense okay. for it to for, for if they wanted to make changes, they, this would actually be a pretty good time.
2: Um... Can we All go right. back to steel? Just yeah, for, yeah, for go that. for it. Yeah, go steel,
0: I... etc.
2: Yeah, I just wanted to say that I like everything you said about him as a player, as a leader. I think he's like a very very good one and just like overall his value would be much larger if he was not obviously valve band which uh, makes any top 10 team just like a big no-no and a lot of players that want to be in a top 10 team then don't want to play with him because they're obviously limited in terms of majors but i think he does good work i just think like some of the players in that team their individual decision making and is just not good enough for them to be a better team sure. like specifically i think wardell hasn't been currently that that good but obviously had great great peaks and still has Steel individually also does does good like freakazoid is there like a role player so it's kusta and uh, neptune that just yeah i don't know it's just whatever Especially I mean, cool Neptune start. specifically
1: for for kind of the for kind of the hype that he received at the yeah. start when he got into this team, I feel like he hasn't delivered at all. Yeah, yeah,
0: I, I think that they have some some weak links there, that's for sure. Um, and I think maybe I was when I was watching the summer stream yesterday, they were asking some questions to Steele about like what's the difference between <laughs> Ghost and Liquid. And basically, they said it was like, the the way that I read between the lines was this about the way that people are implying applying themselves to actually learn and get better and stuff. It looked yeah, I like that
1: talk, actually. That was a pretty pretty insightful thing, even though he never said anything about his team specifically.
0: Yeah. Uh, so I think, like, you, you look at all these bits and pieces, obviously changes have to happen. But I think for Steele, the best thing he could possibly do, and I know that a lot of teams and players probably don't want to play in his team because they can never play at a major, which is most people's dreams. But if he can make the best of a bad situation and play with players who uh, want to be third or fourth best North American team, not third or fourth best in North America, because obviously they run against their there might um, be other. But if they could be like, if you if it, if it honestly went Liquid, NRG, and then Ghost, and Ghost were like able to take maps off the other two, if you could push to be like the best possible team you could with whatever's left over, you make it a pretty good case for yourself. Especially like if imagine if like. People, this is like living in a faraway land right now. I don't even know why I'm going down this rabbit hole. Imagine it. if he like just got some prodigies that came up, like some fucking youngsters that appeared from nowhere, and he picked them up. And his team was like the best North American team somehow. Like they were just so good, and they could never attend a major. Then maybe his issue might get readdressed by Valve or looked at. Surely it would have to, right? Like I don't, yeah. if if ever that that was to happen, obviously that's
1: I don't think like never think gonna so. happen. But. I don't think so. Yeah, you don't I don't think. think they care? I don't think. No, I don't. Yeah, exactly. I don't think they care how competitive a person is. They, they. That's not their core values about why they, they banned ban these players and stuff like that. They don't care about how much he brings to the community any, any, or anything like that. Obviously, because they've just made uh, made a pretty fucking definitive decision. I would very. I would be very surprised if they ever went back on that decision, especially yeah, after how long it's, it's been. It's just been too long.
2: But uh, why one. is Team Queso not banned from Valve Majors? And I didn't even read into that bullshit I mean, I, I guess, it, guess that's... I, no, I, no it's, it's just like TLZR. It's, t- t- no, it's a bit different though. No, I'm just like, I'm obviously Just being just, to, just
1: to put context on this for people who didn't follow the news, um, Queso threw a, a group stage match to avoid like, a, a, a bad matchup in the playoffs, which is obviously very different to throwing a match for like, yeah. betting purposes and or anything happens. Like that. And And it definitely happens, like in in, in, yeah, exactly. It definitely happens, even though it's not proven. People definitely don't care in certain matches when they know if they lose, they will get a a, get a better matchup next time. Like that's that's just how it goes. That's unfortunately like human nature as well. Like you're not gonna want to try your your absolute hardest when you know it's gonna be easier if you don't. It's just
2: round robin. Issues once again, and also them being dumb enough to use like team say to oh, talk yeah, that's, about that's throwing rounds stupid, yeah, yeah. and yeah. then getting caught on like the records. Why,
1: why would you use team say? Like, you have fucking speak and everything. Like, why? Because maybe someone is
2: playing, you know, when you're playing a game and someone is in a clutch, then you want to talk but not talk at the oh, same yeah. time, so you just use team But save. I mean,
1: if you're throwing the badge, like, why do you care?
2: Uh, I don't know, they obviously had to get it off, like it was so hard, man, I had to miss 30 (laughs) bullets. Jesus Christ. Yeah, that's Uh,
1: fucking, yeah, let's move on, well let's move away from that, I felt like it was just funny as hell.
2: Alright,
0: we're gonna move on to the next topic which we are now talking about the ECS uh, conclusion, obviously before the finals which are just in two weeks, Uh, not very long from now, 11, 11 days yeah uh so that's going to come around before we know it so the final teams to qualify from the north american region actually came down to the final uh which was cool it that's was good. between mipr and liquid which was was kind of nice obviously we could put liquid in a similar boat as the boat we were just putting ghost in in terms of all the matches having to travel back and forth uh, but they didn't have to travel because they were playing from online uh, but they still had to play multiple matches uh, within that same day. So that's they're obviously going to be frustrated with not qualifying for that one. Maybe it's a godsend, considering what we were talking about with their schedule before. But good stuff for MIBR. Um, they'll be there in the finals. And from the European region, it turned out a little bit messier. Uh, NIP <laughs> fucked up. And that meant that Fnatic had to beat Avant-Garde. Or Avant-Garde couldn't go any further. Uh, well, they couldn't they have did, won, basically. They I think I
1: think yeah. garde just needed not to win for NIP to go through. Yeah.
2: So but, but it was funny because failed. initially there was that thing that NIP was announced after after the fourth week NIP won and they were, they were announced as they qualified because Avangard wasn't, they are not a part of ECS, so they were the pinnacle cup team and they weren't the first or something in, in, in the line. So Force was supposed to play but then Force pulled out and then Avangard got the spot so then again Avangard had a chance so NIP were like had to fight for the spot again and then the cup started, and NIP lost first like to, to Optic in the first uh, first match. So essentially it was all on avant-garde to like, win out, and if they w- would have won the cup, they would have qualified. But they actually lost to Fnatic, so Exist helping his former team to qualify. Not sure how I feel
1: about that decision, by the way, to invite back like at a point where, where it was all announced and everything, that the NIP are through, but there's it- just no way. No other but way, I feel like but it's, not, it's, it's not
2: up to them it's like they put the rules together and if four is pulled out then they had to invite next in line and next in line was avant-garde
1: I, okay fair enough
0: so just so everybody can can understand this is how all the qualifications went astralis won week one europe north week two europe uh then we had vitality week three europe and then the fourth team from europe as we just talked about was nip over in the north american side of things uh, in week one uh, it wasn't complexity but it, didn't they take Rogue's well, spot they, or something? Yeah, it was Rogue, yeah. but
1: the Rogue complexity then got three people out of Rogue,
2: so it's like okay, no, no, not, they, oh, no, it's, it's just like, like they, um,
0: they died, right? Rogue died. Yeah, oh, they they died. Died. in the final. Yeah, yeah that's right. No, I'm sorry. Nico and MSO went back to Optic. Uh, then yeah. NRG came through week two, and then Furia was week three, and then obviously MiBR coming through in that final slot. I'm gonna make a bold statement. You okay. guys ready? Are you sitting down? Everyone, everyone, you know,
2: I think I comfortable. Am. If Astralis,
0: if Astralis do not win this event, I would be more than happy to say that the Astralis era is over.
1: If Astralis don't win ECS? Yes, yeah, over. they have
2: to win this event. They have and
0: to win. If, when you look at the field, and I, I, at the start of the year, when I had the major, and I thought the MIBR would be one of the teams to contest Astralis throughout this year. And I still stand by that. But considering how weak the rest of the field is, in comparison, there's no Na'Vi, there's no Ents. There's no fucking liquid. That's three of the biggest competitors out there for Astralis are not at this tournament. If they there's do no not win this top event, five team. there's not another team here that should seem even remotely scary for them. So if they do not win this event, I, I, Chad Sponge Birchall, declare from my perspective that the Astralis era will be over. All right.
2: We can mean, turn the podcast the, off now. Theoretic- Thank everybody, for tuning in. <laughs> Theoretically, there is only one team that could beat them, and that's MIBR. Like no one else historically, like, North beat them with MSL, but that's, like, that team is not this team. So none of these teams have any history of beating uh, this Astralis team. So it's literally only MIBR that could beat them. So they're essentially playing one team at this event, which is not that good. Like, they have some ups and downs. If they're on the upswing, which they currently, like, they've been looking decent online in these these matches that they've been playing at the ESL Pro League as well. But still, like... They're not even a top five team. Maybe they're fifth. Where are they? Who? MIBR? Six. MIBR. Yeah. F- well, they're, is def- they're definitely
0: on the come up, right? But the thing is, yeah. it's like the disparity. Like if Astralis shouldn't struggle, right? They shouldn't struggle. And I, I'm not meaning against MIBR, I'm meaning against the field. If they, met, if they meet yeah. MIBR in the final and it's a three mapper and it's a fucking blockbuster, they should still win. They're taking all this time off. Yeah. They should still win. Um, and and the, the reason that I'm, I want to, like, I think this should be the case is because someone in chat actually made a very good point. They said uh, this is lose-lose for Australis. Because if they don't win, we're like, well, Australis here is over. If they do win, we're like, well, there's no other top five teams there anyway, so we expected you to win. So they're in a really shit position right now, almost of their own doing in some regard. Um, but I think that considering the length of time it's been, it needs to expire like if you're not playing and winning a tournament every so often that's considered a certain caliber then you're not doing anything. And we're not the same as like uh, UFC for example or other stuff but like in other in, in UFC if you don't fight because you're injured or you you know you take an extended period of time off for whatever reason, they'll have an interim belt right They'll have someone else come in like two people come in and they can fight for it and they can get that number one title. obviously and I agree with you prof because you made this statement on Twitter I think, that we wouldn't consider Liquid the number one team in the world unless they were able to beat Astralis. Uh, like, but I'm not saying that. All I'm saying is that the Astralis era of their dominance and being like so good, in my mind, would come to a stop if they're unable to win this event. They, they're still the best team, but their era is done. And now it's more murkier water between... like. Uh, between like who who is actually you know going to be the next dominant team like they can start a second Astralis era if they do it again but I think like this would be like the the bookmark in where we would have to stop it you know close the close the chapter and maybe get ready to reopen another one if they're able to go on a, another streak, a streak after for Cologne and all that kind of shit
1: I guess it yeah. depends on on the definition of an era right I don't think like at the same time like if you think about it they've only they haven't won the last two events so that would have been three events in a row that they haven't won. Um, two of which that we ma- I imagine they would have uh, they would have um, been in the final, so that's kind of like that's actually kind of comparable to Fnatic when they started losing to TSM at one point before they started, they they won, won like more events after that uh, in 2015 was it 2015 yeah be but look 15. at it this way
2: if if they don't win the ECS so their next tournament ESL Pro League let's say they win ESL Pro League. That has been three months between those t- events. Three months without a single title. How can that be like, how can that be best team, era, whatever? Like three months without a title.
1: Yeah, but I mean if they if they just simply go back, like nobody's gonna look back at those three months and say, yeah, they, they were shit at that point, like nobody's gonna care about like three events that they didn't win if they just continue and, and end the year with like another five to ten titles, whatever. Like nobody's the, 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 gonna sh- say like that their era ended here and they started there like. In that there's two gonna two be an period. asterisk, asterisk about so. the whole thing. Very sure So
0: will. for for general history, for like the pundits, for the Australis fans, there's not gonna be a single fuck given. No. But for like me, I'm gonna give a fuck. Aren't you, I'm a gonna care.
1: Like I mean, I understand why it's just like a three-month period where where a team just like hits a a, a little bit of a low. Like not like, even probably like low, the, like, the fanatic
2: finals. The fanatic Dennis. Fucking lineup was the best in the world because they won six events in three months. Literally, that's that's oh, the yeah. era of that team.
1: But I, that's the thing. Like, but that I'm not sure if you can call that an era. Of him when it's like, like that was, I'm talking about an era of Fnatic. With, which like I, know, of well, I know, I know what you're, something. I know what you're
2: saying. But like, a team can rise up and dominate within three months. And then this team yeah. did not win anything with those three months. So someone else was the best team with, within those three months. Let's say if, if Liquid win a couple of tournaments, why, why is this the three months not not the Liquid era? Let's say they win Summit in Dallas and ISC. That's,
1: that's why I'm saying Like it depends kind of on your definition of an era, because like three months to me, I don't think that really... I don't think it's an anything. era in the
2: term of like, S, whatever, SK is also kind of merged, but like NIP or the Fnatic, yeah. Pronex, whatever the thing. But this these three months, are a significant portion of time, you can't just ignore it and say like, "Oh, this didn't happen." Like no one. Cares. I'm not saying like, it. Uh, no one I cares about these just, tournaments. I just
1: don't think that in the grand scheme of things, like people would care about like a two month period where a restaurant didn't win an event, uh, when they just literally won five before and five after. Like, they they're they're still going to be considered like the best team of 2018 and 2019, and they will be considered to have an era during the entire time, like nobody's going to care about two months out of those two years. Well, it
2: depends on what That's we do. That's what I'm do. saying. Like, like, if, 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 if we, we start shit-talking about it, then people will care because that how it oh, yeah, works. But <laughs> just but kind of a forced if, way to
1: do it though.
0: If they lose here, don't you consider that like a like a pretty big blemish? Because like they lost right. Blast, they lose this. The events that they're going to, they're losing. It's not like they just... they. It's not like they went, all right, guys, we're going to go to Hawaii for three months and just fucking you know, live on the beach and not play any CS. Right. And then we go, Oh, okay, well that's cool. Like, and then liquid are winning all the tournaments or enter winning all the tournaments. They're still competing, whether it be a lot or a little and losing, right? They're, they're losing the events that they're going to the fact that their whole mantra is prioritizing enough time. to you know, prepare properly and all this, all this stuff that they talk about. If that is your mantra and you're still coming in and losing as the number one team in the world, who, 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 No doubt, in my mind, have revolutionized the way that Counter-Strike is being played on the top level. If you're still coming in and losing, when you only have that level of event, with that level of opponent to prepare for, what the fuck is your excuse then? Like, I'm not saying they make excuses, but what, it's just, oh yeah, it wasn't wasn't a good day. Well, you can't say travel, because you're only traveling to the UK. You can't say you didn't have enough time to prepare, because you've had a shitload of time to prepare you have to start looking at it like i I get what you're saying if they just win if they win cologne if they win the major if they win fucking i don't know uh let's say they go to new york if they win like two blast events if they win the blast final if they win the next masters whatever they go through and they win all those sure they're fucking sick again but right now if they lose this they're not sick at the moment they're they're feeling unwell but they're not my 16-year-old version of the term "sick" that I used when I was a cool. Yeah, old I mean, servant. my
1: entire my entire argument was just against the 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 definition of an era, I and mean, you are saying that, that that would have just ended their era right there. I don't think I do. I wouldn't have considered that probably, if, as long as they obviously come back to 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 their former level right after. Like, I don't think. It so um, striker really is a Strahle's
2: fanboy, and we can continue <laughs> with the next time HLTV, uh, 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 <laughs> HLTV is a Danish yeah, website. lovable. is a Danish. So here's the
0: thing: me and Prof aren't getting paid this week. But uh, uh, anyway, <laughs> we're moving. we forward. We're going to move forward to summit. Uh, Prof, do you want to
2: quickly gloat about the uh, the fantasy, and then we'll get into the real talking. I mean, I'm not going to gloat yet because it's not done, and we have a semifinal and grand final yet. But you're going to, you're
1: going The you is so ahead that I don't see a way where you don't win. I'm like, like I especially with the with the players points. that you have.
2: Yeah. Huh? Yeah. What are you? Continue. Well, with I the just said, that you I have, just said I have four hundred like, points ahead of you. Oh, four hundred
1: points. Yeah, you got exactly. You have four hundred points on me, and I thought I did really well. I was like, I forgot to check it completely, like during the entire summit. And then I, I realized it, like, I think yesterday evening, or, like, well, exactly, basically, like, this morning, because that's when I went to sleep. And I just checked the, the standings. I am like, 660 points. Fucking hell, I must be first. No, is fucking 450 <laughs> points ahead. What I don't understand standing? how
0: I'm at minus 72. Like, how know. the fuck have my players shut the bed? I thought I had a yeah, good yeah. team. I also
1: thought you. a leash. I mean, Stewie, okay, I guess...
2: Unlucky yeah. for for steel. Like when we were picking the players, we didn't think about the whole ghost situation about them playing EPL at the same time, which is something we should have considered. But we just. So forgot I I fucking
1: get. I didn't I didn't care. I was like Wardell is the only one who can get me any points out of that team most likely.
2: So steel, I steel this, can also drag.
0: I think this will take us into the discussion quite nicely because uh, there is no doubt in my mind that Vitality have overperformed. Like yeah, I'm not saying I don't think Vitality are a good team. I'm all about the fucking Frenchman. But the fact that they went nine and nine, one. one, only losing an no, I 2 two. I'm ends. sorry. No, they
1: they lost the last map to wait. They lost Bloodline Renegades then afterwards as well. Like the last oh, map, the map, that didn't matter Renegades. at all. Like that that changed nothing. Okay. So that, well, they lost
2: the second map later.
0: Well, uh, we have a tweet that is going to come up in a second,
2: I assume. Okay. I mean, we don't have we don't have to pause the whole discussion, but oh, when I mean, it comes up,
1: I yeah okay. When it comes up, I'm gonna say something. About I'm gonna it I'm I, gonna I, say I something see... first. Okay, okay, so
0: just to go through this, just so we can catch everybody up before this tweet happens, is this was a round robin thing where they played everybody twice. Um, so there's a lot of matches played. It was almost like a mini boot camp. Uh, Renegades won two games, lost eight. They had Swoos sending in. Ghost. they won three, lost seven. Uh, Ents came in in fourth place. They won five, lost five. Every single one of their series went 1-1. One, one. Uh, Liquid was 6-4. NRG was 6-4. So they were in the same position. But I think NRG go through in second because of round difference. No,
1: no, no. Uh, I don't think there's no round difference or anything like that. I don't even know who's second or third because I don't care. Like, they obviously okay, play each other really anyway. Yeah I... There's, like, the first tiebreaker is, is results against each other, which are 1-1. One, one. Um, there's no round difference as a second one. There's, like, the the Sonneberg or... Um, Sonne, uh, what the fuck is it called? Well, the, like, the sum of, of who, your like opponents who, who wins. Like, who won? Stuff.
2: Yeah, who won? Who, well, the, not the teams against who you won, who they won Oh, against. okay. It breaks
0: yeah, down yeah. to smaller
1: groups and stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't even know how that ended up because I didn't... Like, like I said, it doesn't even matter who ended up second or third in this. Nothing changes. So it's, like... They, they were basically equal
2: okay. so our our producer fell asleep so i'll just i'll just <laughs> quote and uh, talk about the the nbk up. tweet nbk now. tweet oh is it yeah. okay so he says nbk I'll take it out of context just for my. <laughs> Thank God, I was
0: going to say because I figured I was going to have to put it back in context. This group yeah. Yeah. stage but... means
2: fuck all. That's it. He he exi- er, he agrees just, that this group stage format that's just is so shared.
1: fucking out of insanely. Out and of that he like what,
2: everything way. else is not unimportant. NBK <laughs> agrees tournament tournament <laughs> format for the group stage. Shit.
0: So just to put it back in context for go. the users who probably it. don't speak English as a native language, what MBK is actually implying is hey, we perform fucking sick in this group stage, but guess what? That doesn't matter because it only matters about the playoffs, guys. Let's fucking do it. That's what he actually means. So Prof is merely using this to push his own agenda of hate speech. Um, So look, uh, we we need to get Donald
2: Trump out here to fix that whole situation.
1: I'm all against Rob Robin. I agree with that, but using this to to push it is is not a good way.
2: Look, I'm just trying out for a different website that does a uh, sensationalist uh, esports uh, news. So I'm just like broadening my horizons, and I okay. think they'll they like this.
0: TMZ for uh, for esports. That's one of my favorites. Uh, we really have to get that going on a on a broader broader scale. I heard Keemster's pretty good at talking out of his ass. Um, so we have the highest rate of players in this tournament: uh, Zawu Naf, Apex, Alex. Surprisingly, which. And Alex, uh, Alex suddenly, my
1: mind like how, how he even got to that position.
0: Yeah, it's crazy the growth of this individual, right? And the fact is like he's in-game leading, uh, from what I understand now for this roster of Vitality. Yeah. So the, to, basically, it's difficult for us to look into too many of the best of two matches, right? We can just say who topped and who went where, that's fine. Um, but what we have as the matches today is one versus four which will be Vitality versus Ent, which is actually a pretty exciting matchup. And uh, Liquid taking on NIG, which is also a relatively exciting matchup, other than the fact that NIG, in my mind, don't really have too much of a good track record against Liquid. I'll ask that with a question mark because I, I need to stat check myself, but I'm, I'm pretty sure that Liquid get the better of them. Like Super, Oh, the last time I played was Supernova Malta. Never mind. The thing is, never mind.
1: The thing is, like energy and, and and liquid have like such a weird record against each other. Energy, I think, are were up, and we were talking about this with Peter yesterday, and he was he was he brought up that that energy were up twenty to seventeen, I think, was the record that they had on liquid, and they're actually winning in that. So that's just a curiosity, I
2: guess.
1: It not definitely just implies that this is definitely not in in in, in liquid's hands completely.
2: Yeah, I mean, their group stage wasn't that impressive, but at the same time, we talk about it, like, it's not that high pressure. They also played ECS parallelly, so I I don't know. I obviously will still give them the the edge there, and uh, NRG just are there to prove themselves. If they can beat Liquid, if not, it's like, okay, we did our best.
1: I do not think they will play Vertigo again, let me say that.
0: The thing is, they had stuff on Vertigo before. I heard in the post game interview with uh, yeah. with Twist when they were talking about it, he was like, "Yeah, we had stuff, but then the whole map changed." So it's like, ah. That because that, the videos were done prior to the map change, so they'd already decided if they were going to play Vertigo or not, coming into all yeah. of their best of two So, let's say to look at there. I think, um, seeing if Vitality can continue that form is the biggest question mark. Obviously, we know Ants can do it now, we know uh, Ants can compete at that level. You heard Alexi B when he came on the ca- how much fucking Counter Strike I watched? I meant to be having the weekend off anyway. Um, <laughs> uh, fuck, um. Alexi V when he was on the couch he was saying that he felt they were making like a lot of individual mistakes like they were getting the openings and doing good stuff on as a team on overpass I forget who they were playing but then they were just kind of crumbling in the mid rounds and not really working together uh, and it felt something like was a little bit off there uh, so, so both teams have some stuff to work on but Vitality come into that matchup as, as the favorites in the group stage section I still put Entz as my favorite and then Liquid it should, Liquid Entz final should be great that's what I'm looking forward to that's what I think would be the best uh, the best finish the best story for it all uh, and maybe I can get out of the negatives in the fantasy. Do you guys, do you guys, have anything to add on this one before we move on to Dallas?
1: I mean, there's definitely uh, all in Vitality's hands basically because if they continue on that path that they were in in the group stage, where they looked convincing even against Liquid and um, almost as much against dense obviously they ended up so, um, splitting the splitting the series. Um, but um, they they had a convincing overpass game against a, a team like Ends That's that's pretty massive. They ended up losing Nuke, I think, to them in, in the second match, and pretty convincingly as well. But still, it's, it doesn't it doesn't seem like Vitality are completely out of contention. I actually think that they could potentially have like maybe like a ten percent chance to win the entire event just based on what we saw in, in the group stage
0: be a pretty legit win for them going into Dallas, right? If they're They fucking PLA, have. They, that,
1: that would be an amazing start, honestly, like with Dallas and then they have ECS as well, almost right after. So that's, well, we, yeah.
0: We, we haven't seen French CS, like, at a consistent level in some time. Actually, I don't think we've ever seen French CS at a consistent level other than, <laughs> like, 2015 with all the force buying, right? Like, yeah, they the were LVLC. really competitive, obviously, then. Oh, the LCZ. And that was all about, they were all about, like, being able to constantly have those kind of miracle rounds, Zaiwu is the highest rated player for the for the tournament, so he's obviously going to have to keep that up. He had some absolutely monstrous rating on a Mirage game, I remember. He was just fucking ripping everybody apart. So they have to continue to have these win conditions, right? I mentioned five vitality players, uh, sorry, three vitality players in the top five of the tournament thus far. The fact that you play everybody so many times, that uh, obviously plays into the situation that you can clearly see where the win conditions are coming from, right? So Zawu is one. Apex, and then Alex have to be the next two. So if they can't play even a shadow of themselves, or one of those players drops off, then Vitality gonna have a very difficult time, all things considered. Um, but you could almost say that for any team, but I think that because they don't have the same level of experience as a roster on this level just yet, that I would, there's a lot more depth for Liquid. I think uh, they have a lot more depth in terms of individuals. For when sure. they're going up against Ants. I don't know, who's been even playing good for Ants at this event? It, does, it doesn't feel like anybody's- It's, it's like always no
2: one. They're always all on the kind of the same level. Like that's why in fantasy it's they're the worst team to pick. Like maybe one guy like Ariel did at last. Well, Sergey and
1: Alor are, are the highest at this point. They're the only ones above 1.00. Uh, Sergey has one point twelve rating. All 1.08. 1. Yeah, but like, looking at Sergey, he's actually been really consistent outside of the the big big losses that they had to uh, Liquid and Energy, where they only got three rounds in each he has been like considering been the opponents
2: here 1.12 for a star player isn't like insane it's just like it's okay but sure. s- nothing nothing like the i don't know
1: oh, It's still good for six six highest. so i feel hey. like that's pretty solid
2: it's okay it's like okay, he, I guess. basically
1: like there's zero nav at, at 1.20 1.30 and 1.26 and then there's a massive drop to everybody else basically
0: Alright, well, do we have anything else we want to touch I just on want, Summit? I
2: just want to touch on the, the vitality leadership thing. I, I was spent like five minutes trying to find the okay. DM about NBK saying what the Game leader situation is because people seem to be confused about that a lot. Some people yep. say it's Alex only on the T-sides, but didn't he like take over the whole thing after Star Series in Shanghai? Well, Remember the, that discussion what, what, we
1: had? Yeah, 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 that's what I was trying to figure out as well, but you were the one who talked to NBK about it, I think.
2: But there's um, a DM with between me, Sponge, and NBK, and I cannot find it now because yeah, Twitter, exactly. Twitter app was, is so. Uh, dodgy. let me see if I can find it. But, uh,
1: but anyway, I think I think what NBK was saying was that he was still in, in charge of the project, basically like figuring out like where they should. Yeah. I don't know. I guess the general direction. Yeah, like the, the map
2: pool and but, maybe uh, roles. But and then stuff again,
1: like, that. like on the stream, he said NBK specifically said Alex is leading on the T sides, which just implies that NBK is still kind of like um, directing CT. So I, I guess I guess that's that's the deal, kind of like what he had with uh, with Happy towards the end of L D L C, um, that was that was um, kind of the case where they kind of split the sides. I'm not sure if that's the case here, but that's what I that's what the the what he said implied. That he's yeah. But that's it. Kind of makes sense. There. Like
2: if he comes up with kind of the game plan and idea how he wants to play on the CD side, there's not it's not like a lot of calling. It's more like yeah. you you focus on these areas of the maps and then react to what what the other team is doing and then. <laughs> You kind of figure out what the reactions are, and then in the game, just go through the motions, right? I've
0: got it verbatim here. Well, I've got it from the source. He says, Alex is in-game leading the T-sides on all maps, except Inferno. This was back on the 16th of the 4th. Okay, just so everybody, thinks could have changed. Yeah. So Sorry, the got, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Alex is in-game leading the T-sides on all maps, except Inferno, while I hold in-game leader for CT and the direction of the project in general with our coach. So... I would say that Nathan is like the the spiritual leader, the, the captain, uh, I guess, the captain, um, and Alex is maybe just calling the shots on on the t side, the mid round rounds, and all that kind of stuff.
1: Yeah, it's not surprising that he's not on the t side. We were, talk- I'm sure, we talked about this one when, when we heard this first time, um, but it's not surprising Alex is, is Alex is not calling t sides on Inferno considering he didn't play the map with all DLC, and this is kind of his first team where he's where he's focused on it quite a lot. So, I guess that's the point. Okay. We'll
0: there. We're going to move forward to DreamHack Dallas. We're going to be finishing a little bit earlier for everybody who just is joining us now. Uh, the producer once again has to go and uh, clean his Tesla. So DreamHack Dallas, it's coming up in two days time. Uh, it starts on Tuesday. They're going to be using the same format as the big ESL tournaments: uh, two groups of eight teams. The opening games are best of ones. The remainder's are best of threes. Uh, the highest seeded team from that goes through. The team that comes through in first place goes through straight to to the semis, um, and then the second and third teams from each group play off in the quarters, which goes down on the Friday. Uh, if I just want to bring up the groups, do we have them available to bring up, Mr. Lucas? Okay, we'll bring them up momentarily, but I can read through them for you guys uh, as they stand right now. Group A is Liquid vs Lucid Dreams, Vitality vs North, Phase vs Windigo, NIP and Lu. And then as you head down to the next group, it is Ents vs uh, Isaris, Renegades vs G2, NIG vs Furia, and Fnatic vs Cloud9. Now obviously we are missing some very big names here, there's no Na'Vi here, there is no MiBR, Astralis. and there's no Astralis. Uh, those are pretty big omissions to be having like this, but We've basically come to terms with that, that's been happening relatively frequently at the moment. And actually considering where a lot of the field is kind of heading at the moment, uh, I see a lot of teams on the up-and-up, it's probably not going to be that bad, but initial thoughts for me, this is another tournament that Team Liquid should be taking uh, the victory at. What do you guys think? Uh, I guess it
1: depends on on what happens now at Summit and, and how how that transpires. Because at this point I'm a little bit skeptical, just because of how how slow they were on the Day 2, how they lost to Liquid, uh now liquid, how they lost the vitality, and split maps with um, with ants so I just felt like I'm not sure what was missing there. Honestly, I feel like they were just starting slow in 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 the days, and I'm not sure if that's that's down to some some bigger problem or just like being I don't know um, being sleepy or whatever on the at the start of the day because they they are starting really early, and just that that doesn't really um, play well with uh, with a lot of teams G <coughs> two, um, so. Yeah, that's my, my
2: thoughts on it. I see the chat is trolling. If this if this came directly to me, I would definitely try it. Tell others you think FaZe will win and see how they react. I will not. Uh, now it's spoiled, but it, it's a good joke, I must say. Schmeichel, Peter Schmeichel. What
0: do, what do we think about... Uh, like, Obviously, Neo has played a couple of games right now with FaZe, and their matches against Optic in ECS. If anybody thinks that that was more than just practice matches for FaZe, I, you gotta fucking... Look... I got something They literally out. had
2: nothing to win. Like they only yeah, played for right. like some money, which is relevant. Exactly. Like,
0: for those kind of players earning that kind of money, they they don't they look I'm sorry. I mean first they, place was
2: 12, 12k K I think. So split split six six ways is two thousand dollars. Insane. Not insane for them, obviously.
0: Um, so here we have them on, on, on screen, I guess what we could do is we could theory craft these the bracket together and we could kind of run through who we think is going to end up where. Alright, let's start top down. Liquid over Lucid Dreams. Uh, who yeah, thinks the Lucid okay, Dreams? let's move yeah. on. Okay, uh, Vitality versus North. Now this I also is... have,
2: just regarding Lucid Dreams, there is one Twitter user that was arguing against me that the Lucid dream spot is not wasted at this tournament. I say they do not get more than 10 rounds, like on any map. Which just shows that uh, in they're in total not, or just like at, on any map. I don't know, next double digits is what they, they will say. not reach 10 rounds on the three maps they play and they lose. Like the first one is best of one against Liquid, and then they play like a best of three. I don't know who they're gonna play. Like, they Vitality should or North? The,
1: the loser for Vitality or North, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. don't the brackets change around as they no, no, uh, I, I think that's it, shouldn't.
0: Well, it will when the like. It, it for will example, later, yeah, yeah exactly.
1: Yeah. It, it's not like the second round is where it swaps, where the bottom will go to the top and the other way around. It should uh, be. They should be playing um, against each other, no matter if they win or lose. Like those two matchups.
0: I just tried to go to Liquipedia as opposed to your website. What am I doing? What what, what am I what have I done? What have I? Do? No, because Liquipedia the shows where the brackets drop to. Um, anyway, so. The next one. Uh, does anybody think that North can beat Vitality?
2: I think they can, but I Vitality guess
1: they can, yeah, but at, I mean based, it's best on, of based one. on Yeah, that's true. Based on what we saw in um at Summit, as long as Vitality keep that up at least like mo- um, most of that form and everybody just keeps on delivering, I feel like Vitality should have that in the bag any any day of the week. But, I mean it's the important part there is it's kind of a debut for Valde well it is yeah, they a LAN
0: they already yeah. beat Na'Vi Heroic oh, no, that's and they uh, on, Big on, yeah on stupid, so they look yeah. decent
2: at EPL
0: yeah I think the, the only now this is once again no disrespect to Big or Heroic I think the only legit win was the one of a Na'Vi um, the other ones Heroic as well as North as well as Big have all recently had roster changes so they're still sort acclimatizing of uh, North could finally have found themselves a honeymoon period with the last couple of roster changes they didn't get a honeymoon period they kind of just brought in a player and it kind of was average um so maybe with you coming in involved in game leading az and kirby are looking like they're having a bit more impact there so it's possible but uh i still think that vitality at the moment are a team who is further ahead in terms of the steps but in a best of one that match for me would be a 50 50 but let's just for argument's sake let's go with vitality um phase vs windigo Jesus, Joseph
1: and fucking Mary.
0: Uh, anyone think that Windigo with a stand in who doesn't speak Bulgarian has a chance? I don't think so. It would be difficult to see, right? It'd be very difficult yeah. to see. I mean it's with, like with I can language, see I area. can see
1: the potential just because of, of, of the the context of phase. Um just adding Neo and, and not looking very good online, even though yeah, we were already talking about like how much it actually meant to them. Uh, but yeah I don't I don't think so, even though I can see um, why some people could um, and could it's the best of one, one as well so. yeah exactly it's, it's like the first first you know game of the tournament two potentially weird teams in a weird yeah. uh, situation and you get and some you know, like, like, like bullshit, bullshit
2: ships rounds pushing getting them like catching people off guard it's possible but like yeah. yeah, obviously. I'd, I'd,
1: be, I'd give it maybe like twenty percent. Well, maybe like thirty percent or something like Let, that. Let's it's say like that—that
2: that, that would be a bad look for Phase with. Me, yeah, definitely.
0: that would be
1: that'll be that'll be pretty rough.
0: So then the last one here, assuming Phase win that is NIP versus Tai Now Tai have lost their coach of Jonta. He's no longer with them. Uh, I was speaking with Jonta after Star Series as we were driving to the airport, and I was qui- I was quizzing him a little bit at the time, um, and I, I was going to probably not say anything if he remained the coach. But basically, now that he's no longer the coach, I'm sure he doesn't give a fuck. Um, The sentiment that he was giving me about Tai Lu was they had their own way of approaching the game in the past, um, which wasn't a consistent style. And what he tried to bring to the team was a more consistent approach like the rest of the world to Counter-Strike so they can win on a consistent basis. There's no point coming in, beating NIP, but then going and losing to FaZe, right? Because if you don't have a consistent way of approaching the game and it relies on individuals going off or like a call here going there, you know, you're not playing to actually be consistent. Um, So it's gonna be curious to see what style they play with now, if they're gonna keep trying that hard line of being, you know, slower, more defaulty, or if they're going to go into what was more like the chinese style back in the day when i used to play them which was more swarmy you know they're together would pounce they'd be all over you you'd feel like you'd cleared the site but next minute two other cunts are flashed in through a smoke and like, just, it never stops right so it'd be interesting to see what kind of style that Tai Lu are going to come in here with but i think this is another 50 50 matchup um nip i label them as the baseline for counter-strike if you want to be a top tier team <laughs> you have to be nip right you have to have the nip base you need to have the communication, you have the chemistry, you need to have all that kind of stuff. But there's not a player on NIP that's exciting anymore. Like they don't have any young blood, they don't have anything along those lines, which is going to like
2: carry I'm the future the team up
1: Like you've, you've been bigging up Rez like every single time we've we about Rez, NIP. I'm still on Rez, but and...
0: one man,
2: one man okay. is not enough. I mean, like... he's he's not a superstar potential. No, of course anymore. not. I mean,
1: I'm just saying, I'm just arguing against what Sponge has been kind of like bigging up for for the past <laughs> couple of months. He picked him yeah, in the time. last fantasy loss. Like, <laughs> Rez
2: is done. <laughs> He <laughs> should retire, sponge Chad uh, virtual.
1: But you
0: know what I mean? Like before I use the term to describe them as average, I think that's a harsh word. I think the word that's probably better suited is they're like the baseline because they have fantastic chemistry, communication, their mid-run decision-making, their experience, the level of the players, that's there. Like they're there, NIP are that. Just they, they only have the platform. They don't have anything uh, to go. Like if every single player plays to the best of their ability in NIP, they're a really good team. But it's very rare to have every single player in that team play to the best of their ability. It just, it, it doesn't, it feels like a lot of their heydays are past them. They're quite. An, they're one of the oldest teams I think we have at the moment. Um, Dennis, Forrest and GetRight are all like what, 27, 28 plus? 30, Forrest, 30. right. And, and lecro is gonna be like 25 or something. No, he's least.
2: older. He's like 27 now. 26 at least. Really? Yeah. He was born Forrest in 93
1: this 30 get right as 28 or n- 9 28 dennis okay i'm just going. Yeah, go i mean lecro talking. came into the scene late dennis, so that's why a lot of people lecro 21 res
2: Le- lecro's breakout was when he was like 24 so yeah that's why that's a lot kind of, of people of. Uh, thought he was younger so yeah I bet they're like on the older side as a team but it's i think i don't know it's i don't know if we should even like Criticize them anymore. Just accept them as who they, are. they are. Yeah, who they I, are, as in what you just described. They're like a good team, top eight, can make the playoffs, but can't win. So
0: yeah, I think. Yeah, I think
2: two. I think they probably make the playoffs here, or at least they're like top four in the group. sure. Kylo like, has no chance. In my, I mean, it's best of one chance, but I don't think they, they will win it. No.
0: It's like a it's like a puncher's chance, right? Like, anyone can land, a, yeah. land a, one, a knockout blow, but not everyone can fucking go, you know, 10 rounds kind of thing. Yeah.
2: I think it's this NIP beating Tyloo is safer than FaZe beating Windigo. Really? Head.
1: Okay, wow. I don't think so. Just because and, of like, Lue, And also Tyloo is just going back to some, like, ridiculous playstyle.
2: That is tr- Like, I want them to go back to the ridiculous playstyle. Because obviously, when they try to do, like, classic CS with bad communication, you can't do that. So you just, like... Then they lost all of that explosive, surprising aspect. So they lost their good sides and their like what they were. Their bad sides from before didn't improve. So they just like lost everything. It's kind of also kinda
1: there's true. still like the, those rumors hanging over their heads that the oh, title is really? potentially like going to change. So with yeah, that's... there is
2: there is something though the, the Dennis tweet about DreamHack, uh, the oh. flights and stuff. But I I guess he will get there in time. I hope so. He had yeah. some like esta issue, wrong address or something. <laughs> so he, he didn't get on the flight so. bro I
0: don't know how I don't, like obviously Dennis is from like a country that I consider to be pretty easy to get in here I don't know like obviously for some people it's quite difficult I fucking walk in I come up to the to the guy at immigration uh, I print out my little form and the guy's like where are you staying and actually the guy didn't ask me the first guy didn't ask me anything I got accosted by a guy when I was trying to leave with my bags He because he, I have my headphones on I walk and he stops, he goes, hello, sir, uh, wh- wh- where are you going? And I was like, uh, this, this, this. And he was like, oh, you have business. I was like, yeah. And that was it. Like America, I was always so scared of coming in here. And I still kind of am because they could just fuck your entire life up. But it's so easy to get in here for somebody from Australia. So it sucks to be the rest of the world. Uh, hopefully you guys I mean, can go on had, that level I've eventually.
1: I've had no so. problems at all. Maybe exactly. you guys will make it one day. I
2: have a Canadian passport, so I just go in as a US citizen almost. It's pretty. Oh, well, Nice.
0: That's not bad. Uh, can we bring up the next group? Yeah, right, that's not the
1: group.
2: next group. <laughs> there we go.
0: Uh, okay, so... Isaris, we saw them play... At the Major? At the Minors?
1: I think they're uh, the same team. The Argentinian team? That is the Argentinians, yeah. but... I don't know. I think they're a different team. I think they was sharks. It the Sharks. Is, the
0: is, is, is Israeli team? Is it
1: Israeli? <laughs> What okay, the the, the uh, those I don't know. those flags are like relatively similar. Okay, I could get it, but they fucking I, live I feel on other like, sides of the world. Yeah, <laughs> I
0: know, geography is not a strong suit of mine. Anyway, I, that game's a wash. Enter winning that one.
1: Um... <laughs> yeah, that's that's that's. Oh, uh, well, hold up, Someone
0: said that Israel beat complexity, so we should really take stock in that. Um, I want everyone to really <laughs> go and watch that demo and break it down. Anyway, so enter winning that first one. Let's get on to an interesting game: Renegades versus G Two. Um All right, so with G two in, boys, we, I guess okay. G two shot the bed pretty hard recently, right?
2: Yeah, Dreamhack then looked pretty but bad. <laughs> then they had EPL hacks. before that, which looked pretty good. And then before that, they had something else, which looked pretty bad. So where where do they stand?
1: It's just G two. I don't know. It's just French French CS basically. I inconsistent. Going some a hard promise one to pull but then just right falling on right. their face. Yeah, it's it's so hard to to place this team anywhere at this point. Um, but at the same time, I was talking about this when we when we talked about Grat getting his visa. I don't think with how little preparation they've had with him in the past, I imagine months. Then I feel like they could be a little bit rusty with him, and just like him being a little bit off. So I, I could definitely see G two winning this. I, I I definitely could see this being fairly fifty fifty, just because of how renegades. Um, what the Renegade situation has been. Normally, I wouldn't say this, I would say Renegades maybe like a 70% chance of winning, but um, with uh, with their current status, I feel like the the that could be a pretty good game to watch at least.
0: Yeah, I think that uh, G2 should be coming in more well-prepared, like obviously, but the thing is, they only have like, uh, their map pool is very shallow. I don't think that they can watch, take Renegades one, though, on that many things, I know, I know, but Unless they unless they get one of the two maps that I think they feel really comfortable on, I think that they, they're they going to find themselves in a rough spot. So the Vita Water might play a lot into that when we when we see it go down. They should be able to get to something that they like. Um, NRG versus Furia. I'm actually really excited to see that one. I put a lot yeah. of stock in Furia. I think Furia are a pretty sick team, actually.
2: This
1: is the start of their... they're, like... they're somehow going to get to Vertigo. I don't think NRG will let it, just because of... Um... I don't know. I'm sure they have other maps that they, they would rather play. But they both play Vertigo, clearly, from what we saw in, in, in Summit. So we could, we could actually see Vertigo. And actually, I could see the same with Fatigates and G2. Both of them play Vertigo, even though I don't, think, I don't think either of them particularly favorite. So that could actually even um, place them in, in, in playing that map. They play a, lot a bunch Counter-Strike of
0: Counter-Strike Fury, right? Because like yeah. they, they're playing in Mountain Dew League all the time. They have to play in yeah. all the qualifiers. They're still in that. Like, they beat Ghost in the Cologne qualifier. Yeah. Uh, they have, play a shitload of Mountain Julie games. And the thing is, a lot of those are pretty close results, right? Like, let me just read off some of these. Their most recent one was versus The Quest, 1613, Polar Ace, 1611, Singularity, 1612. Uh, they beat Blit- a team called Blitzkrieg. I know everyone's had them on the fucking tip of their tongue. 16-4. to <laughs> uh, Next
2: and- one, the next one um, is a big one:
0: Angie's Big Toe. Uh, that yeah. was 16-5. <laughs> they lost to Bad News Bears, 16-7. to They beat Mythic, 16-8. Like these aren't even teams. Like no offense to those guys, they're just they're just just bunch of dudes in a, in a room playing Counter Strike together. So, <laughs> they're not
2: in a, in, a, in the same room though. But in, in the rooms.
0: Complexity qualifier, uh, sorry, in the Cologne qualifier, they beat they beat good good names, well known teams, right? They beat Envy, they beat Complexity, they beat uh, Lazarus, and they beat Ghost. Uh, those are all like scalps that you would probably oh. Uh, Definitely worthwhile scalps to take. None of the big names are there because they should have already been qualified unless you're fucking liquid. Um But yeah, that's uh that's pretty good from from Fury yeah. there in that regard. And that's why I'm excited. Also by their approach to the game. I really like nerding out on watching the strats and stuff that they bring here. I'm gonna have to stay with NRG. Uh actually no, fuck it. Let's let's throw a curveball in. let's let's throw Fury in. Yes. I'm gonna put my my hat in the Fury ring.
2: Yeah, I think that they'll come in prepared for them. Also, like when we're talking about these online matches, it's like ESCA, Mountain Dew League, where they are like big favorites, people are probably semi-preparing for them and they are not preparing for anyone. And they're playing three matches on the same day. Like they they have no idea what they're going to play. Like they're they're not going into the games like, okay, let's let's go through our smokes. Let's uh, go through our executes. Let's get like completely prepared for the game. They're just coming in and literally screaming probably against these teams because they... Unlike, like, let's say, ends, they did not pull out of Mountain Dew League, and they played a lot of these other things. So they have to get get on track with the schedule so they can actually go into the playoffs and potentially go into into pro.
1: Look how look how sick Trulia looks just because of those teams that they play. Um, just looking at the map win stats, it's like they have eighty <laughs> so like, the, yeah, percent are, win rate on four different maps. I mean, they are on four different maps. They are making the other ones are like sixty. 60%.
2: Making uh, research on Furia more difficult for the top teams. It's, oh, I'm, I can't wait for like someone to lose it and say, like, oh, we had no demos to go on. <laughs> oh, we had no way, way to research I'm where they're literally oh, playing oh, 700 yeah, maps in a yeah. month.
0: How come Dreamhack... They
2: played,
1: they, they've played already 130 maps since this, well, in 2019. Um, I've
0: just realized that Dreamhack is still doing the Grand Final as a best of three. No? It's, it's
2: not a on a different day? What's the schedule? I don't know. It is oh, on they've a different always they've always thought. done best of three. So, yeah. I'm
1: but aren't they using
0: there. the aren't they using the ESL? They are using format?
1: the same ESL format, yeah.
2: Except the best of five. Except the best is, of Which is which means DreamCack, best organizer, prof <laughs> approved. But what
1: are they gonna do on the Sunday? I'm guessing there's going to be some sort of a show match before. I
2: don't know. Uh, there's have... also take in account this isn't Dreamhack Master Dallas also kind of like a Dreamhack Open event in terms of they have a lot oh, of, of well, games. Yeah. They have a lot of different shit going on, like a like a festival thing. And they also have like a metal band, I think Trivium or something, playing like a concert. It's like a lot of shit was going on. So well, I guess they're going to be making that a whole thing.
0: It's a shorter workday for me, so let's look at the positives here. Okay, so we have one huh. more game left, and that's Fnatic versus the uh, Dumpster Fire of Cloud9. Uh, still burning strong. Um, so yeah, burning, I think that, burning
1: the keyword being there. Yeah.
0: I think that Fnatic should take this one uh, if it was a best of three, but in a best of one, I genuinely believe that Tim Automatic, yeah, exactly.
1: Automatic is good enough could to literally carry, win the game
2: this, yeah.
0: on his own. Could... could could win it on like he could actually win the entire match of Counter Strike on his own, like that's how good I think he is. Yeah. Like, obviously, he needs four teammates in the server. He needs
1: somebody stuff. to bait, bait for him, right? Like he he needs some help with that. Regard. Soften some
0: players up, throw some nades, give him some information. But I genuinely think that that in a best of one situation, Cloud Nine could beat uh, could definitely beat Fnatic. So, uh, I, and that's because Fnatic, man, I watch like I've watched like almost every single one of their matches on land since. Star Ladder, okay. right? I think I've almost watched every single one of their games. And one of the key points for them getting across the line is clutches, like, is winning yeah. clutches. How can you fucking bank on winning clutches? You can't, like, I, I, I started to change my narrative to like, oh, well, they're winning them. So I guess, you know, that means that they could do it all the time. But still, like, you, you just physically can't take it to the bank every day of the week that you can win four 1vx situations in a game. And that is, right now, one of the win conditions for Fnatic.
2: It, I know true. that I don't know who, who I was uh, talking to it was either J, I think it was JW may, maybe it was Exist but I think it's JW like uh, talking about the style when Exist came into the team I think it was even the face it major or something it was like we like to create chaos and then kind of work around it and somehow win rounds it's like even they kind of agree that the, their like approach to the game is kind of bullshit but it kind of works for them so that's if it cool.
0: works right no one can argue the fact that it works it's just like it's so hard for me to put, put stock in a statistic that is one of the more random statistics, right? Yeah. I'm not saying to win a clutch is random, but to be in a situation to win a clutch is random. Like, you can't say, all right, guys, we're going to go into the site and we're going to kill two of them, and then I want the, the lurker to kill the guy on long to then put the chaos between the two rotators, and then what it's going to do is going to give you enough time to plant and then play the 1v2. It's like... What? What do we? What? Like what? Like like? There's no way to quantify a clutch situation. Like it's it's literally just they happen or they don't. So, I think that the best of one is the scariest part about this format for a lot of these teams. Um, I think overall we've we've been pretty clear on we think the favorites are obviously the answers yeah. of the world the liquid but then after that i think it, it really starts to get murky teams can make it to the playoffs but i think that there's a clear difference between like the best and the rest right like there's the I, we could probably break it we don't have enough time we're gonna have to shut it down very shortly i'm sorry everybody but uh we could probably break it into like teams who we don't expect anything from teams who could be threatening investor ones teams who you know have a decent map pool and could make it to playoffs and then liquid and Ants, and then it's everybody else, yeah. right? Do you guys think there's anybody else who'd put on the same page as Liquid and Ants?
2: Uh, no. Where's the list of teams?
1: Unless, unless they just suddenly somehow overperform as fuck, which obviously is not something we, that we expect. I'm just saying there's, I guess, there's some potential there. I don't think, yeah, yeah. I don't think anybody else. I mean, could we, join we'll the...
2: be looking at this summit event as well. Let's say, yeah, it's either energy or, it's or Vitality. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, they win both of the matches like convincingly, best of the best of three, win the tournament. Then, of course, they could maybe go closer to that bracket as well. But other than that, I think it's like ends, and then you have this Vital Like, who else do you think... I don't know, like... I think Fnatic is the only other team, I'd say, could win the event. Just because of their... Like, them as a team, them as players. They have enough, like, balls to win an event. NIP doesn't have... The, they have the players, like, they have the mentality, but I don't think they have the skill to do so. And then FaZe, I don't believe they have enough like, even if Neo kind of works out for them, I don't think they're deep in, deep enough in that run to to do so. And all of these, like NRG, they're still not a championship winning team for me. Renegades, no, considering the, the changes. G2, definitely not. Cloud9, definitely not. Vitality, also, I think, doesn't have enough.
0: All right, let's do it like this. Let's pick your top six of the playoffs and who's going to win. Striker, let's go with you first. Uh, and then top, we'll shut it down. Top to six Lucas. of the playoffs
1: and then who's going to win? Yeah. Oh, uh, fuck. Okay. Uh, I mean, from Group A to the playoffs, that's obviously at least um, Liquid. I'm gonna put Vitality through as well, and then I'm gonna I'm gonna try it with FaZe. I feel like they, they they could do pretty well in their first um, event. So Liquid, Vitality, FaZe from Group A, and uh, then Group B: Ants, uh, Fnatic, and. just... I guess Energy. I, I guess you can't really put it to, to anybody else than Energy. Maybe Fnatic, I guess that's between between them. But I'm going to give it to Energy. I feel like they've been pretty stable. Um, they've been making the, the deep runs. From uh and s- what did I say? Oh, I, oh, I did say Fnatic. Never mind. Yeah, I'm stupid. Okay. So yeah, and, and Fnatic Energy uh, from the other group. And who's winning it? Who's winning? Yeah, Liquid. Fuck it. Yeah, okay.
2: I'll just go Liquid Vitality North from Group A. I feel like North like, have enough to be decent in this group. Yeah, and I one of Ytati
1: and North will already be in the, in the, in the lower bracket from yeah, the start. Yeah, but someone so has rough. to be in the lower
0: bracket, right? Yeah.
1: Like, well, the, 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 but they will have, they will need to win three matches in a row. One of them will need to win three matches in a row towards to, to make it through. Doesn't mean it. Which is like, rough.
2: You win some, you lose some. And then, okay. <laughs> sound logic. And then Ants, Fanatic Furia from Group B. And Liquid to win it.
0: And Fnatic, like, so you've literally said yeah. the exact same teams as I was going to say.
2: Okay. Great um, I
0: was gonna say Renegades, but I don't pick Renegades because every time I pick them they'd lose. So I was yeah, I was gonna go with Ants Fnatic, Furia just because I thought it'd be fun to throw a curveball, but just to be different, so we're all a little bit different, I'll go Ants Fanatic and N R G. Um, yeah, it's too hard to put much stock in the other names right now and yeah, liquid to win the whole thing. So do we have any closing thoughts, ladies and gentlemen? Uh,
2: no. Uh go with chance. I want to announce that the Dream Hack Masters Dallas Fantasy is live, but we will not be doing the draft right now on stream, but we can do it maybe after stream or whatever. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. Uh, oh, just so okay. you know, other than that, we're good.
0: Okay. Well, uh, if you wanna catch the audio editions of the podcast, head over to anchor.fm slash HLTV. You, uh, you can fucking get all of the podcasts we've done. They're everywhere available. They're Google Podcasts, fucking Spotify, all that shit. You in this do it all the time. Uh, we don't have any time to answer any of your questions today, guys, we're in a bit of a tighter schedule. We apologize. We haven't booked in another show just yet, but I would say it's probably going to be next Monday or Tuesday, something along those lines um so we'll try and squeeze one in then maybe even next wednesday i might be able to do one from the hotel um but we'll see what happens so thank you for tuning in thank you for your time hope you've enjoyed the podcast uh yeah oh, it's out.
2: Stream. the, the chat was cool like your guys yeah o- Thanks only for the chat that is decent in the world. and you
0: guys ask good questions so uh yeah we'll do the fantasy we'll get it up online remember to play maybe eventually we'll get some interactive content going for everybody but uh goodbye